Hello and welcome everyone to episode 111 to the star... Well, that, does that make sense? No. no I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> of, of the Starker, not to the Starker. Okay, I got this. <gasps> Hello and welcome... Oh my god, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, this is going in the start. Hello and welcome everyone to the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. This is episode 111 and I am your host, Jake Barros. Now, this week I have my fellow gamers joining me being Brody. Hello. And none other than our supreme overlord and Mr. Press Start himself, Shannon Grixty. Hello. Welcome, Shannon. Um, it's kind of nerve-wracking having you here. You're the boss. We can't really say anything uh, out of line like we have been in previous episodes. True that. Um, so I'm here to uh, recap. Thank havoc. you for joining us. Oh God, no! Please don't. Um, how you been? What you been doing? You've been smashing out a lot of news. There's been a ton of news coming out uh, since last podcast and this episode. That's there. Um, <laughs> I don't. Feel yeah, that I, way. Was th- I was. I was. Dude, I was scrolling down the homepage being like, what are we going to discuss this week? Um, and there's like at least 100 articles, yeah. I would there's say. There's been some yeah. good bargains on the PlayStation Store, which is filling that void in your life at the moment, hopefully. Mm, mm, I feel that. I feel that. My wallet <laughs> won't be feeling that too much, though. Um, what about you, Brody? Are you, how are you? How's your week been? Resident podcaster. Yeah. I've become quite the regular. Um yeah, you know, just sort of getting ready for my trip this weekend. and uh, Ah, yes. Yeah. I haven't actually How packed exciting. my bag yet, but I should probably do that. Probably. Oh, um, yeah. For the guy, anyone listening that doesn't know, we did briefly chat about it last week, but Brody is going to Gamescom, which we will be discussing a little bit later in the podcast, which is very exciting. Um, but how about before we do that, let's just have a little bit of a rundown between maybe some reviews that we've done recently as well as some news. So... What I might do, Brody, I might throw over to you because we did briefly mention Hellblade last week and the permadeath feature which is in the game and you actually reviewed Hellblade, didn't you? I did. I did review Hellblade. Do you want to uh, uh, <laughs> give us a little summary? Yeah. I mean, uh, if you want the full thing, obviously go to the website, but phew, yeah. you know that already. Um, yeah, actually on the permadeath, it's actually w- worked out that it's actually a bit of a myth. It, oh, um, what? Yeah, it isn't a thing. It's um, I, I, I guess it's clever in a way because that kind of permadeath would kind of deter some people, and it would make it kind of a core game, which in its own way would be good. But um, yeah, it turns out it's more just like a uh, a psychological trick that the developers uh, play on us to try and make us, you know, attached to the character a little bit better. So was it confirmed that it you couldn't do it? I thought it just took a lot and like a certain sequence to. Well, oh, I don't, I don't know about certain sequence, but um, like I died I a could fair be bit, and um, but I, I'm pretty sure I've seen a video of some guy he like dies repeatedly, and the rot stops a certain way up the arm. Okay, and then and then without sort of spoilers, um, there's like points in the story where it it uh like through a cutscene or whatever it grows up her arm. Yeah, f- further and then reaches like nearer her head toward the end and stuff like that. So I think it's more narrative points and. Yeah, I, I don't think you can actually wipe your save. Or if you can, it's very, very, very difficult to All do right, so. cool. Did you encounter any other bugs whilst playing? Um, only one in a boss fight where um, you have to, like, you arrive to the fight holding a torch 
and um, obviously as the enemy appears you put it away and pull out a sword and um, I died in that fight and then when it reloaded um, I was just walking around with the torch again and I couldn't put it away it wouldn't recognize the enemy okay so I just um, yeah I just had to sort of get beaten to death a little bit which made me very <laughs> yeah. anxious because I, I thought deaths were very important at that point but um so yeah beyond that no it was a pretty solid game would you say it was boring at any point i saw someone refer to it as that today um yeah i mean like i said in the review the um the combat although i find it i found it to be pretty fun for my like eight hour playthrough or so there were points where like i said it's, it's similar to like the arkham combat where once you get used to it yeah. it becomes really like formulaic and like it's just mm-hmm. like you could do it blindfolded almost and like it i kind of expected it to have more of like a dark soul like really nuanced strategic sort of combat but it's literally just a matter of like dodge smash smash dodge smash smash and like the boss fights are the same like there's not really much uh like uniqueness to them okay it's not yeah. a game you'd want to go back and play again is it uh the story was really good and that would almost push me through a second time maybe even just to go through on a harder difficulty just to see um like how it if it's any different at all i don't know it might just be you die quicker okay but um yeah i mean from a gameplay perspective it was pretty simple and the and the puzzles the puzzles were pretty cool like all real perspective sort of things where you got to like use the environment and stuff to like solve like visual puzzles that i found that pretty interesting but beyond that you know it was pretty simple but the story was where it sort of was strongest i think yeah so then like you were saying last week that you had heard that it was about six hours like was it in the end like was it uh, too you, short? Prob- you probably could get through um it in about six hours but um i got strung up on a few puzzles to be honest um and it probably took me probably closer to eight or so but even at six or eight hours i think it's still pretty good value considering the game is only about 44 dollars or something like that yeah yeah okay interesting so what did you what did you give it in the end what was the score uh, i think i gave it eight yeah eight okay yeah so it's still pretty decent definitely uh gotta gotta try it gotta buy it i'm just so impressed like i was just mainly so impressed like with the game's like development and like obviously the risks it took in the themes that it tackles and stuff like that but like Mm. the fact that the the studio's video editor can like get cast as the main character like partway through its development and then just do such a good job with it like in her first Mm. like attempt to act it's just yeah it was really really impressive in a way yeah, that's cool. I didn't know that little little hidden yeah. feature. Um, yeah, interesting. And then it, does it? I, I does it kind of? Um, I guess deal with that kind of mental health. I guess uh, element well. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Like I, um, I sort of said in the review. Like I, I don't know personally, obviously, if they've done justice to it because I've never yeah. had to deal with the affliction myself. Um, the 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 girl i'm seeing at the minute she actually works as a mental health nurse okay and um, i was sort of telling her about it and like how sort of the character deals with like a lot of voices and stuff like that and the game's really good to play with headphones because um it was recorded using like binaural audio where it's like in 3d space and like so it sounds like the voices are coming from like every direction oh yeah wow yeah it was really good i I think obviously like i said I, i don't know if it does um appropriately tackle it but they worked with like world leading psychiatrists and stuff like that so yeah. i would have to well, think that it's uh as close as any other games come 
Yeah, I'm kind of a bit sad that it didn't have the permadeath feature because after we talked about it last week, I was actually like keen because of yeah. that. Well, um, yeah, in in my experience, it it didn't seem to uh, what um, be true. It does seem odd what? that they would say that if it yeah, doesn't actually happen. Like, like I get that it'd it, still uh, have a similar effect, but yeah, unless, unless it is intended just to make you anxious, yeah, and yeah. Like, to make make maybe make you feel. Yeah, while uh, she's going through uneasy, like as the character would. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, weird. Very, I'd, I'd like it weird. if they sort of addressed it at one point, maybe just to either say if it was or if, it might even be a bug, <laughs> like that it stops <laughs> and like you can't initiate it. Yeah. Well, what 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 difficulty did you play it on? Like, because if you're on easy, then maybe it just wasn't. No, it was on normal. Okay. Yeah. Sure, you were. <laughs> rookie or something like that. Ooh, very easy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, yeah, like Brody said, if you're uh, interested in, in knowing a little bit more and exactly what he thought of it, then head to our website, pressstart.com.au. You can read the full review on there. Um, and yeah, I might, um, I'll have to, I'll have to grab it. It was, it was a game that kind of tickled my fancy. After I do, we discussed I, I do it, recommend so. it, even for, even for one playthrough. Okay, well, one playthrough it is. <laughs> um, Shannon, you've been playing a game this week. What have you been playing? I have been playing Uncharted The Lost Legacy and still a lot of Rugby League Live 4, to be uh, honest, okay. to break it up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm more interested, that, in, more interested in Uncharted, but I mean, feel free if you want to give a little rundown in NRL as well. That's up to you. Uh, to be honest, it's pretty bad, but like similar to <laughs> AFL Evolution, it's, it's fun. Like it's fun online, but people just quit as soon as you score, which is annoying. <laughs> but um, yeah, Uncharted, like, I don't know. It, it was really hard to review it, obviously, because it is—it's uncharted. Like the series hasn't changed a whole lot since the yeah. first one, and it's definitely uncharted four point five. Like, it's a good story, and Chloe and Nadine are obviously really cool to play through as. But they added some weird things like pick locking, which is like an annoying mini game. Okay. And pick locking, lock picking. Did I screw that up? Um, Same thing. <laughs> and. What was the other thing? That, like, Chloe carries a weird, like, mobile phone to take photos of the scenery, which, like, it, it was a cool little touch, but I just found it to be really weird and jarring. Like, I just can't see her pulling out a mobile phone in the middle of a battle to take a photo of a cool-looking tree. Like, it was just weird. Huh? Yeah, it, it was it, weird. Was, was that a gameplay thing or, like, a, a storyline? Like photo mode? It was, it was a bit... No, it wasn't photo mode. It was, like, when you would hit certain points in the story, like... You would take a photo and then they would stop and talk about it. So it was more to drive narrative and and that kind of thing. But I still oh, just found it really weird. Like yeah. you could have just gone to that and then they could have just started talking about it. Mm. But yeah, Fair. yeah, that's that's odd. And then in, in terms of story, like <clears throat> does it does it pick up in the timeline of like after three? Because I haven't after really four. read too much about it. After four, yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah, after four, which surprised me. I actually thought it took place like before one, actually. And like okay. before I played it, obviously, but yeah, I was surprised that it took place after four. Are there, there, um, I don't know if you're allowed to say, but are there any references to the characters of four and like yeah. the existing? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, there's like big references or just like chat or do we see them? Oh, I think like Nadine and Chloe are both interested in their relationships with the the Drake brothers and it constantly talking about it and that kind of thing. Right. right. Like, there's a lot of backstory, but in saying that, you could, this could be your first Uncharted game and it'd be a good place to start as well. 
Yeah, yeah true. And then storyline wise, does it does it what well, when it ends, does it kind of make you think there's going to be more like whether that's more from uh you know, Chloe and everything or like a tie into another kind of like uncharted Nathan Drake Ugh. franchise. You don't like it's really hard to tell, but I okay. honestly finished the game thinking that I didn't really need another Uncharted game in the near future. Like, I felt okay. that whilst playing this, to be honest. Like, Uncharted's always going to be fun, but I felt like they were just grasping at straws trying to add things that would pad it out a little bit. Like, there's there's the first, like, truly open-world part in an Uncharted game. Mm. It's not, like, open-open world, but it's, like, expanded Uncharted 4. <coughs> yeah. A little bit. Do, do you think it could have... Um <clears throat> um, easily more have just been condensed down into a shorter expansion rather than fleshed yeah. out into a bigger game. Like, I don't know if either of you played Left Behind, but I thought that was completely fine in its length. Yeah, that's what I was going to sort of say. Should have been more like that. Where, yeah, this felt like they were purposely trying to make it longer just so they could sell it as a standalone title, which yeah. I get. Like, it wasn't bad, but it just, like, I could tell that that's what was happening, which is probably not mm. a good thing. So, did it feel, like, gameplay-wise, did it still... F- just feel like you're controlling Nathan Drake like the other ones and they've whacked on a different skin or did it feel slightly different? Yeah, I guess the difference is I can't really remember it happening in Uncharted 4 but in this one you play as Chloe and Nadine would constantly like she would do a finisher on someone whilst you're punching them or if you get out of the car she would hop in and drive alongside you like it felt more like you had someone with you which you did in Uncharted 4 but I don't remember them really being involved in gameplay at all. Yeah. Yeah, like unless it was like a really scripted sort of Yeah, thing. where this you actually felt like you had someone with you the whole journey. But it's still like shooting, it still feels identical. There's a few new guns, but yeah, it's uncharted. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I I wasn't I wasn't too fast on, on picking it up. Um funny enough, and I did a tweet about it, but Sarah, my wife, actually was <laughs> like, Is there a new Uncharted coming out? I'm like, Yeah, and she's like, Are you gonna get it? Because she really enjoyed watching um, me play the others because I hadn't played any uh, and then the collection came out so I played all of that and then played Uncharted 4 and she like was really weirdly like engulfed in watching me play it because she's like it's like a movie and it's got a good storyline so she got quite angry when I was like no nah, I'm not going to get this one but it didn't really tickle my fancy too much kind of the same thing like Shannon like I just didn't feel like I needed to play another yeah. Uncharted well you've game. played through them quite recently like I yeah. Obviously, it was. I don't know how long it's been since I played Uncharted 2, but I never really felt like I loved Chloe. Like, I know some Uncharted fans yeah. like feel like Chloe is the best part of the franchise, where I didn't get that. So She's, I, the, mm. she's the badass one, right? Yeah, she's like <laughs> yeah. the half Aussie, half South yeah, African, yeah. I'm going to say. I, yeah, I wasn't too fast on it, to be honest. Yeah, it, it, like, mm. it's good. It's Uncharted. It's more just like... Yeah. Yeah, I... I didn't feel like I needed it, but obviously it's a Naughty Dog game, so you know what you're going to get. Yeah, true. I will yeah. say, if you get a 4K TV, like, this is the best game on PS4 Pro to showcase. Oh, really? It. Yeah. Damn, son. So good. So good. <laughs> um, Damn, son. What did, you, what did you give it in the end? I gave it a 9. Honestly, I could have probably taken it down to an 8. <sighs> like, I don't know. The, the niggly things, like, annoyed me, but not enough to sort of take away from the experience but i definitely didn't feel like they were necessary like mm-hmm. i don't know did you say you played uncharted 4 or not jake yeah you did. did so uh, the winching yeah. part when you were in the car which was all throughout yeah. four is all throughout this as well so stuff like that 
I just All felt right. like it didn't need to return. Yeah. Yeah, little 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 tidbits. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's solid. Nine is probably where okay. it is. It's I saw like a few people are giving it sevens, like I couldn't really discredit that either, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. It seems very um objective, I guess. Yeah. Depending on Yeah, you know what you're gonna get. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Well, I wonder if Ewan will love it. Because he's a bloody <laughs> I think you will. fanatic, so ah, classic <laughs> Ewan. He did tell us today that he's queuing all these start casts and, and haven't listened to any. So once you get to this one, Ewan, about time you've caught up, I mate. thought we were going to stop Wait. referencing him in the podcast. No. Well, this is the last time just to be like, you know what, Ewan, you haven't listened to us since you've been gone. Yeah. So you know what? We're not going to mention well, I think it's in the Starcast contract, isn't it, that he needs a mention? <laughs> this is the last time. Yeah, if yeah. he doesn't bring this up within two weeks, he's cut. <laughs> yeah fair enough all right well let's move into uh, some news that has happened along the way this week before we get into some gamescom chat but first and foremost crackdown 3 has been delayed until 2018 brody you are very quite disappointed about this um do you want to share your disappointment mate yeah i mean disappointed but also not not that surprised yeah. Um, kind of like what I did see of the game, not that I saw it in person, but like from footage um, mm. that I saw of the game, like at E3 and stuff, it um, it just looks, it already looks old and it's not even out, if yeah. you know what I mean. So I know it's it, it's going to come out eventually and they said they want to get it right and stuff, but it's almost a game that I would be surprised if it doesn't come out. And because um, yeah, okay. I just, I feel like it's already behind in what it's trying to do and there's plenty of games that do what it does better yeah like that Ag- agents of mayhem just came out and that's apparently quite good and that's pretty much a carbon copy of what you'd expect from a crackdown yeah. game i i just feel like the only hope this game had of doing well was launching inside of uh, alongside of the xbox one x like people would have picked yeah. it up because they need something to play on the console obviously i just can't mm. see it drawing any interest in march april whenever it's going to come out and like beyond Forza now, what what do Microsoft have this year? Cuphead. That's, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> Cuphead. And I mean, I am stoked for Cuphead. Don't get me wrong, but like they they really needed something to hit that like holiday spot. There's like nothing. Yeah, like you would have thought Sea of Thieves something, but nothing. It's just yeah, true. It's really like whew, like advantage Sony like crazy. Even Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Like with Odyssey true. coming out, so. It's just, yeah, yeah, unless they've got some things up their sleeve for, for Gamescom, but I'd, I would be surprised. Yeah, I, like, obviously we'll chat about it more, but, like, it, it is quite interesting. It feels like, uh, at least for Microsoft, there is slightly a lull. Like, I just wonder if they're just kind of holding everything off just for the Xbox One X launch itself and... You know, but just I mean, they could, they could always enhance the games for it. Well, yeah, because they've already said they're going to launch on both anyway. Like any game that comes out for the X is going to be on the stock one. So, yeah. like, why not just bring them out and then enhance them later? Well, yeah, like Forza is releasing in September. I could be wrong, or like early, a lot earlier than the One X. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'd, and like, and like, and like, same with like Shadow of War, yeah, or whatever it is. Oh, that's yeah. like that's coming out in October, but it's going to be enhanced for the One X after the fact. So. I don't know. I just feel like they've really, really done goofed not having anything. They ha- like they've announced holiday. a price, haven't they? For the One X. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll see what they have next week, I, I think guess, it was about 650 here or something like that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, 
people seem to be hyped for it. Like, if you've got the 4K TV and this is going to be the best way to play games, then I think it'll do okay. But, yeah, a few more games would definitely mm. get people hyped. Yeah, I, I, I think... Yeah, I think they need the catalogue. Like, it, cool, the Xbox One X, amazing technology. Oh, my God, it's pushing the boundaries of graphics and all that kind of stuff. But I, I just think it's going to fall short if there's not that those quality games there to really like show you what what power it is and even like you know remasters or enhanced or whatever like i just don't know if that will be enough you know but yeah well anyway if the it's not going to sell better than the xbox one or one s did presumably so who knows Mm. anyway uh before we get too much into uh the xbox chat Keeping with the news, uh, Crash Bandicoot is on top of the Aussie charts yet again, smashing it five weeks in a row now, isn't it, Shannon? Not in a row. I think rugby had got it one week, but five weeks totally, yeah. Rugby. What are you doing, rugby? Get off. Um, (laughs) But yeah, quite quite impressive. How long long do you reckon this will go for, Shannon? Like, I mean, at some point, the the hype has to die down, as great as Crash Bandicoot is. I think... I think it'll be in the top 10 for probably the entirety of the year, I reckon, honestly, for sure. But I reckon, I don't think Agents of Mayhem will get it, but I think Uncharted should, potentially, because a lot of people are getting Uncharted through the season pass or digitally, so I still think it should pip it, which is interesting. Old Naughty Dog versus New Naughty Dog. (laughs) The battle is on. Yeah, but I think Crash must be selling phenomenally. Like, I know we're in a quiet season, but still, like, it's very rare for sort of a game in australia to get five weeks at number one it's the first game to do it this year because that is that that chart's based on sales yeah physical that's so weird like i just would have thought that everyone was on it like in the first week of release and yeah it was it's still selling out from what i'm hearing jeez yeah i had a guy at work who couldn't get it for weeks and weeks and weeks yeah wow it's probably just people catching up from that and then i think we'll get another christmas rush of it too yeah, true. So, yeah. Man, well, good on them. When like, are we getting no a new crash? Think I think it's, we'll get one next year. Or a Spyro collection. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Well, you know, watch that space, I guess, and, and find out, one, if Crash keeps uh, hitting top of that chart, and two, whether or not we're going to get more crashes or Spyros or, or whatnot. Speaking, just before we forget, Jake, you've been to Japan to see God. World of Tanks War Stories, which was just announced, interestingly enough. <laughs> yeah, well, by the time this comes well, out, we will be out. No, it was just announced. Out. I'm just putting that out there on PlayStation channels. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about oh, really? it? Yeah. <laughs> God, put me put me in the spot, Shannon. Yeah, it's... um. Look, uh, World of Tanks War Stories, it's basing... Uh, it's an expansion for their console series. So, if you are a fan of World of Tanks, obviously, you have the PC multiplayer that has been there for quite a while, and they, they brought all that to console. Um, but I guess uh, the, the main uh, element of War Stories is bringing, like, a single-player campaign... Um, to this more, I guess, PvP uh, experience uh, online that uh, players have been getting so far. So it actually looks really good. This is actually going to be an Xbox One X launch title. Okay. Um, and we've se- I, I saw some gameplay of it, 4K gameplay of it, when I was in Tokyo, and it, it actually looks quite impressive. I, is it like Battlefield 1 vibes? Uh... No, no. Nah. You can say no. Yeah. <laughs> Just shut me down. 
No, it's it's weird, right? Because like it definitely has those like similarities and those feels that you know you get from other war games, but there is slightly a, a different element. I, I can't put my like foot on exactly what it is because you're only like, in tanks, right? There's no like on foot. Yeah, action. You're, you're only in tanks, and you've got like a ridiculous amount of tanks at your your arsenal, like four hundred and sixty five or something. I can't quite remember the number I put in the article. Um, but like it's it's massive, and all those tanks have like customization with like emblems and inscriptions and everything you can put on them. And they recently released an update in July uh, that allows you to then customize your entire crew. So everything from gender to voice to what they do, like it's it's a crazy game. If you love like customizations, then this is definitely a game to kind of get into. And then obviously each tank has a different way of playing, and you know yeah. all kinds of things with it but yeah this i guess war stories is all about like the narrative so they've really kind of honed in on telling historically accurate um stories in some campaigns but also looking at like alternate history um and you know when i I spoke to daryl one of the producers they were saying that you know these aren't just uh, alternate history timelines where they've decided like oh you know what would be fun if this just happened like it's it's moments in history where there could have been a turning point, but it went a different way. So these alternate histories uh, timelines are very much on those moments. So I think they have they have one called Flashpoint Berlin, and I think I'm getting this one right. Sorry if I'm jipping it, but it's it's based around like the the collapse of the Berlin blockade. So that's an alternate history one if you are a history buff, where that. Oh God, I hope I'm not jipping this, but where that didn't actually happen in real life. So they've done it the other way, which is really interesting kind of here because like when they're talking about it, they go into such detail and such, I guess, research into making sure that if it did happen this way, then what they say in their narrative would have actually happened if it did go that way. Okay, um, cool. And then, they, then they've got like other cool like fantasy ones as well. So they they brought out an event a while ago like fighting on the moon and whatnot. So they might bring out some cool little things like that too. But yeah, if you're a history buff and you like firing stuff out of tanks, I'd definitely kind of look out for that one too. Yeah, the reaction online so far is positive. A lot of people are, I guess, scared to jump into um, World of Tanks because it's so like PvP intense. But yeah, well, story-driven yeah. stuff seems like it'll do well. And, I mean, they're really kind of selling it like that. Like, you know, they even said in the presentation, this is like a a practice mode for new players to kind of get the gist of how it is and then work their way up to online matchmaking, which is pretty cool. So, they know. They know that they've got a a hard game to jump straight into in terms of the online matches. So, they've done something cool there to help newcomers, definitely. Yeah, cool. Cool. Well, uh, shall we get into some games come chat? Does that sound good to everyone? Yes. Yes. Ah, great. So enthusiastic. <laughs> Love it. Brody, are you excited? You said you haven't packed your bag. This is your um, first official aeroplane trip, let alone going to Gamescom. So you've got two loads of excitement coming your way. Which oh, yeah. are you more excited about? Uh, probably getting boots down, like in, in Germany. That's going to be far more... what? Boots down. Boots on the ground. I thought you said boobs down. I'm like, what are you <laughs> that, doing? That Germany, you know, man. <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever, whichever way I choose to play it. But um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to actually being there and you know, sort of getting around the atmosphere rather than uh, you know, spending 21 to 24 hours on a plane. Or are you nervous about the plane trip? 
Well, everyone at work's been trying to get in my head about it, you know, <laughs> given the given the current uh, climate of uh, I don't know, I don't want to say it, but terrorism oh, and things God, like that. that's horrible. And things like this. Burn yeah, your and they're, yeah, they're all like, "All right, see you, see you, Gibbo. <laughs> we won't see you again." <laughs> no, nah. and I'm like, right, plane. <laughs> the plane's um, the safest place to be, isn't that right, Jake? That's what I told you. Yeah, tell it. That's what I, I hear. I was not freaking out going to Tokyo at all. That's like, pl- planes want to be in the sky. I keep telling myself, so it's okay. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. No, I'm not too worried. But um, I'm more worried about, you know, what I'm going to do to pass the time. And, like, I'm just going to get so stir-crazy, I think. But, um, yeah, beyond that, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it very much. Yeah. Nice, nice. Cool. And so, obviously, Gamescom, big conference. We're going to see some some cool uh, things, hopefully, from all the developers there. Let's just quickly have a little bit of a chat. Uh, there, is there anything like you guys are excited to see or any developer you're really excited to see in general? Like, Shannon, are you keen for Ubisoft? Are you keen for EA? What's, what's happening on your end? Yeah, I'm keen to see more of Mario Odyssey, which I think Nintendo have said they're going to show. Um, yeah, keen to see more of Assassin's Creed and Far Cry. I don't. I don't because you've you've seen gameplay of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, right? I've I've seen it when it's sort of like Assassin's Creed. You know what you're going to get once you've seen the timeline and the location. So yeah, yeah I'm probably more Far Cry, especially with the stuff that's been happening in America over the last few weeks. Like, I wonder if mm. the developers and Ubisoft will use that as obviously that ties in quite closely to their game, or if they'll just steer clear of it. But it does feel like yeah, a really true. good time to. Not use it as marketing, but I guess push their agenda with the game. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. that's quite true. Actually, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I don't. I um, don't think PlayStation will show anything, which is sort of not disappointing. But yeah, I'd like to see more from their games. But yeah, I think it's going to be a good week. Yeah, definitely, Brody. Do you have anything in particular that you're excited to see? Do you have your schedule? Do you know the kind of things that you might be going to see? I do. I don't know how much exactly I'm allowed to mention. That's fair enough, Shannon. Uh, yeah, you can mention pretty much all of it. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty keen to see a lot Grand of the... Grand uh, Theft Auto the U- 7. Yeah, ooh, <laughs> even before 6. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of the Ubisoft stuff. Um, um, uh, I didn't actually, like, unlike Shannon, I didn't really get to see it up and close sort of at E3 and stuff like that. So to uh, get a little bit of time with it should be, you know, pretty exciting. Mm. Um, and I'm also keen to see a little bit of what um, is happening in terms of, like, VR, like, throughout a lot of the um, other developers, like, that transference game that Ubisoft had. I'm yeah, that's keen cool. to see that's what very that sort good. of Yeah, I'm very keen to see what that's actually all about. So, um, yeah, and hopefully run into a bit of... Uh, is it what is it? is it Skyrim VR? Yeah, Skyrim and Fallout, yeah. Fallout as well, and and a bit of Fallout as well. Yeah, so yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm I'm very keen to see more games come to VR that make people want to buy VR so that we can get better games for VR. Mm. Yeah, yeah. um, anything Star Wars, yeah, then it would be a great games come. I r- I would really like to see probably more. If we can, I don't think we will. But any of these like newer Star Wars games that we've been hearing for a while no, now, I, I probably wouldn't bank on it. Yeah, yeah, because no, I, I, yeah, I, I think at E three, at E three, I think they even said I, that this is Battlefront's year. Man, yeah. it's a week away. Why are you bursting my bubble already? Like, just give me Sorry. hope. I'm just surprised Sorry. they haven't shown anything single player yet. Like I saw that at E yeah. three, and they haven't. I don't even think they're going to show it at. 
teams come either. I think they said the TIE Fighter stuff, which was part of the single-player mission that I saw, but I think it's going to be more multiplayer focus. But yeah, I think there's still a lot to show for that game, surely. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be quite interesting. And I mean, like, word on the grapevine is EA wants to support the Nintendo Switch as well. So do you reckon we'll see Star Wars game on Nintendo Switch, Shan? Um, well, hopefully. I think FIFA will actually sell quite well. Like, you're not much yeah, of a true. FIFA fan, are you, Brody? Uh no. <laughs> Say no. Um yeah, I know Medi is so I'll be interested to hear what he thinks of it on Switch. Like I'm it was really good on Switch. It's the kind of game that would fit that console perfectly. Mm. So yeah, hopefully it sells well and then EA can bring some more games to the console. Mm. And you think you think things like Need for Speed would be suited Yeah, for exactly. Well? Yeah. So they've got a lot of franchises that would transfer like really really well. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they if they do really, you know, support it quite well, like, the Switch would easily become, like, a very dominating console, especially, like, handheld. Like, yeah, there's, there's a few games there from EA that I, like, yeah, if definitely came on the Switch, I'd be like, sweet, Switch is my thing now. That's all I play. <laughs> it's yeah, my life now. It is my life. Well, you know, anyway, Brody, have a, have a great time. Um, yeah thank you hopefully the plane ride isn't too bad but bulk time to watch as many movies as possible true um, true true so maybe when you get back to you can do some movie reviews and and tell us what your best airplane movie was or something like that yeah i will um but yeah i'm very keen to kind of see what comes out at gamescom hopefully maybe some new stuff but it would be great to see kind of some more from uh games that we've mentioned obviously um but yeah, like I said, Brody, last week, like you've got to you've got to get some like on the floor recordings of you and Medi, like just having some fun, having some bro time, and then powering around, powering around, and then you know we'll do the little dreamy, dreamy throwback stuff. So yeah, all right, we'll, we'll work something out. I'll, I'll okay. if if there's any video recordings, I'll leave that to Medi. That's his field. Okay. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I suppose. All right. So to round out this episode, do you guys want to play some what the wiki? Sure. Wonderful. Let's but hey, Jake. Oh, yeah? Pump the brakes, fella, because I've got a surprise for you. Whoa, I'm pumping them and putting the handbrake on. <laughs> Safety first. You <laughs> know, really? when last week you said, hey, even because I'm the host, I don't get to play with the wiki that often. Yeah. And I'd that, like to. I, that sounds familiar. Well, I've got a surprise for you. I've prepared oh, a round yeah. tailored just for you, my friend. What? Wow. I know. Well, that... That's surprising. I did not see that coming at all. That's yes. so good. You're such a good bloke, man. We are like, surprised. <laughs> yes, we are. God, and right. this will go down as one of the greatest podcast moments in history. Yep, people will make... Uh, the greatest. Okay. They'll, make, they'll make, you know, compilations of all our finest moments. <laughs> and this will yeah, be at absolutely. the very tippy top. Well, you take it away, Brody. You, you do the hosty thing. Go on. Ooh, jeez. Now, I, I feel like Matt... My heart's pumping, you know, I'm nervous. Yeah. Alright, so, for those playing at home and don't know how what the wiki works, ignore everything you know, because we are playing it different this time around. So, I've gone through the internet, I've scoured through the pages, and I've found a few character biographies, and I'm going to read, you know, points and little hints from three well-known video game characters, I think, and... Whoever guesses two of the three correctly will win the round of What the Wiki for the Week. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. Mm. 
And both my. Do we have to say I haven't done this in a while. Do you say your name or do you just yell at the answer? You say your name. I don't know why this was. I don't know why this became a thing. Like it was always say your name. But anyway, we're getting we're getting off topic. (laughs) But there was a a lot of confusion. I think this is the first time both you and me have a chance of going on the scoreboard. So yeah, I figure I'm so far in front, and and Matt can't you know gain any ground. So I figure in the spirit of that, yeah, I'll take one for the team. Once again, great guy. Yeah, tell your friends. Okay. All right. Anyway, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Shannon, yep. are you ready? Okay. Beautiful. Yep. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Number one. Here we go. This character first appeared in 1995 and has been the subject of many games. He even featured in his own animated series at one point. He's easily recognizable due to his striking yellow sneakers and floating appendages. His Origins and Legends game has been released a thousand okay. times, it seems. Did someone say no? Yeah, I said Jake. Jake. <laughs> I said Jake. <laughs> I said my name. What else would you say? <laughs> Shut up. Is it Raymond? Rayman? Rayman. It is Raymond. <laughs> ah! Raymond. <laughs> it's not Rayman. <laughs> I said Rayman. Rayman? Ramen. Everybody loves Raymond. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's the guy I meant. I'm done. That's minus a point. <laughs> Sorry that I didn't get it right on pronunciation, mate. <laughs> Nonetheless, that is one point for Jake. He is yeah, on the board. Take that. And one point it. away from uh-huh. taking this one. All right, are you ready for round two? I am. <laughs> Shannon, compose yourself. Yes. <laughs> All right, here we go. This character, along with his children, are rather fond of battles surrounded by lava. This burly... Shannon. Yes, Shannon. Bowser. Bowser it is. Ah, oh, my gosh. Well, I that was thinking was... Bowser, but I'm like, okay. Oh, Raymond. You were thinking Raymond. <laughs> I really just wanted a challenge. It would have been too easy if I just took it I'm out. I'm so excited. Like it goes down to the wire. <laughs> okay. You need now to get I'm a not... job as a, cal- uh, as a commentator, yeah. for sure. You sound like a British <laughs> robot is what I've decided in the last three minutes. <laughs> oh, my God, you do. Like, out of the... What's that movie? Passengers. Like you Futurama. sound like the, you sound yes, like the bartender. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello, governor. <sighs> All right. Okay, anyway. <laughs> back to it. This is the deciding point. Now, I really need you to get this in probably like three sentences because that's all I've got prepared. Okay, and if you well, don't, I'm going to give the win to Matt. So, <laughs> this is how we're playing it. Okay. okay. Wants that. Here we go. Uh, sorry. Are you ready? Yes. Yep. Okay. Here we go. The series I feature in dates back to... That's not right. Sorry. So, I'll start again. <laughs> I had a typo in my own thing. Okay. The series I feature in dates back to 1992, though my date of birth canonically is said to be 1911. Being most recently depicted as a good southern boy, our hero enjoys a barbecue as much as he likes slaying Nazis. He fought Mecha Hitler once upon a time and is soon to make another appearance in a new sequel. Shannon? I can't Shannon. BJ Blaskowitz. Ba-bow, you have done it, Shannon. You have clawed back. <laughs> was he in the was he in the original the original Wolfenstein? Yeah. I didn't know. He's that. been he's been there in the go. series throughout. 
Okay, oh, there you go. How? Yeah, yeah. How? Jake would have never got that. I would have never got that. that I don't even oh. say that game, but like, <laughs> sorry, I made just, it. Let's just backpedal a little bit. Why did you go bow bow when you got the answer correct? <laughs> well, <laughs> this celebration noise. Yeah, I'm hoping you'll edit that out and add some like you know, like <laughs> s- like gong noise to say that he's done it successfully. Well, well I normally put in some applause, but like I'm just gonna leave that in because <laughs> oh. I was like, oh my god, make a remix out of it. <laughs> I was like, this is. <laughs> this is great. He's got it wrong. I've got a chance just to guess anything. But then you're like, congratulations. I, was yeah. like, <laughs> I, I don't know I how to feel. <laughs> Look, I capitulated under the pressure of hosting What the Wiki. No, it was great. And, <laughs> and I apologized thoroughly. We should get you to host What the Wiki more often. It was quite good, quite enjoyable. I'm sure everyone listening would think so too. If you did enjoy it, hit us up at press.au <laughs> and tell Brody how good he is. Oh, shit. <laughs> Anyway, let's finish up this podcast. So thanks for listening to episode 111 of the Startcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on all or any of the podcast services of your choice. We are on iTunes. We are also on Podcast One. So get us on there. Be sure to join the conversation. You can do that by hitting us up at PressStartAU or hashtagging the Startcast. And with that, don't forget to join us on all our social media, on the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the what else are we on? YouTubes. I'm what else is there twitter that as well do all those things and follow us on there you can read about everything that we've spoken about today the news articles as well as those reviews at pressstart.com.au and don't forget to be on there for gamescom next week when brody's in the sky and having wonderful times in germany um i've been your host jake barros you can follow me on my instagram and on my twitter for all the glorious content that i put up on there at underscore jake barros and joining me today was none other than brody thank you uh you can follow me on most things at uh brody underscore dg thank you and um of course yeah shannon as well thanks man you can follow me on (laughs) at shancake underscore and my sausage dog at (laughs) billy the dashin thanks Every time you go to say that, it sounds like you like you can follow me here and my sausage here, and I'm like, <laughs> yep. that's weird. But also, yep. that would be a great idea for an Instagram account. Just like you got to get on your Snapchat. It for sure that. would. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Put the sausage. Okay. God, it's going away. <laughs> Brody knows where it's at. It. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, happy gaming. Bye. <laughs> God. Just take your sausages somewhere else. Thank you.